It's Thursday, March 2nd. Today's WBFO brief was recorded around 8.30 in the morning. This is WBFO News. Here's Jay Moran. The region is mourning the loss of a 37-year-old Buffalo firefighter who died while battling a Main Street fire Wednesday. The cause is under investigation, though officials say it could have been sparked by a blowtorch used on the building's external brick and mortar by construction workers. Buffalo Fire Commissioner William Ronaldo explained the explosion that was seen throughout social media at the scene. So backdraft, for those of you who don't know, it's a uh, fire smoldering for uh, a certain amount of time. And, uh, it's, uh, oxygen is introduced uh, abruptly. Uh, it's sucked, basically sucked into the building and then blown back. And so the fireball that a lot of you have seen in, in the video was most likely a backdraft. The city flags are half-staffed today in honor of the fallen firefighter. A report from the State Comptroller's Office says nearly 1 in 10 New York State households experienced food security, insecurity rather, in recent years. The study's release coincides with the March 1st expiration of the additional SNAP benefits the federal government began distributing at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. From 2019 through 2021, the state's rate of food insecurity was 10.3 percent slightly lower than the U.S. average of 10.4%. And a job fair today will look to connect prospective employees with local startup and tech companies. The 716 Career Fair runs from 4 until 7 at the Lexus Club at Keybank Center. Organizers say nearly 40 Buffalo companies will be on hand looking to fill hundreds of positions. Several fire uh, volunteer fire companies were called out overnight to Lockport. Sheriff's deputies say a fire alarm was received from Aviant at 41 or 4921 IDA Park. Upon arrival, crews discovered smoke coming from the building, which was unoccupied at the time. Crews from South Lockport, Cambria, Wendellville, Wrights Corners, Rapids, and Clarence Center were at the scene. And a change of leadership is coming to a leading cultural organization. Just Buffalo Literary Center Executive Director Lori Dean Torrell will retire on July 1st after 20 years with the organization. Barbara Cole, the current Artistic and Associate Executive Director, will assume the role of Executive Director. Torrell's time at the center saw the development of several programs, including the highly successful Babel series. And Governor Kathy Hochul wants to ban flavored cigarettes, including menthol cigarettes, and raise taxes by a dollar on each pack of cigarettes. It's all part of her state budget plan. But convenience store owners say those those actions would lead to more tobacco products bought and sold on the black market. WBFO Albany correspondent Karen DeWitt has more. The state's convenience store owners, as well as wholesalers and distributors, say raising taxes on tobacco to $5.35 for a pack of cigarettes, the highest rate in the nation, and banning flavored cigarettes will have unintended consequences. New York Association of Convenience Store Owners Kent Sopris says his 13,000 members could lose $1 billion in revenue a year if the proposals are approved by the state legislature. Legislature. He predicts some stores will go out of business. So there would be jobs lost for sure. And some stores only sell flavored tobacco products. They're just very popular. Uh, if you take them away, those entire stores will close down. David Schwartz with the New York State Association of Wholesale Marketers and Distributors says the illegal tobacco trade coming in from other states is at epidemic levels. And he says some law enforcement groups estimate that over 50 percent of all cigarettes sold in New York City come from the black market. He says the ban in new taxes will only make things worse. You cannot raise a tax that high and not close down the marketplace. 
You can't build a wall around New York and expect illegal products not to flow in through this illegal market. So what's going to happen? The, the high taxes are bad enough, and we need to do something about that immediately to stop, to stop the hemorrhaging. But a menthol ban, a menthol cigarette ban, is going to be a disaster for New York. The opponents say previous attempts at prohibition haven't worked. The state banned flavored nicotine vaping products in 2019, and they say that has led to an increase of black market sales. Sopra says there's also a disconnect between New York's policies and its emerging legal cannabis sales market, where numerous flavored products are offered, and the attempt to end flavored tobacco cigarettes. Clearly there's a contradiction between banning flavored tobacco and and allowing flavored cannabis. A poll by Siena College released February 27th finds most New Yorkers support the proposed tax increase and the ban of flavored cigarettes. The American Cancer Society, whose members also came to the Capitol to lobby on tobacco policy, say the proposals would help more New Yorkers quit smoking and avoid related diseases and death. Michael DeVoli, director of governmental relations with the group's Cancer Action Network, says the claims by the convenience store owners and tobacco distributors don't hold water. He says when the state banned indoor smoking in public places in the 1990s, bars and restaurants warned that they too would go out of business. And he says that didn't happen. They said if you get rid of smoking from bars and restaurants, we're all going to go out of business. We're all going to go bankrupt. Well, guess what? Newsflash. Restaurant bar industry, even with the pandemic, is thriving. And so we cannot deny the simple fact that that argument is simple fear-mongering. Devoli says the proposals won't affect the existing black market. There has always been an illicit market. There always will be an illicit market. He says despite what opponents say, the vast majority of cigarette sales in New York are from legal retailers, and they generate $1 billion in tax revenue each year. The Cancer Society has its own issues with the state's cigarette taxation policies. They say while New York has collected billions of dollars over the years from tobacco taxes, very little of that goes into smoking cessation and other health-related programs. In Albany, I'm Karen DeWitt. Uh, in sports, the Buffalo Sabres are on the road tonight against the top team in the NHL, the Boston Bruins. The Bruins have 99 points on the season, 13 higher than the next highest club. The Sabres sit at 66. That's currently three points out of playoff position. Sabres also traded away the rights to college goaltender Eric Portillo to the Los Angeles Kings for a third-round draft pick in this year's draft. One of the top goalies in college, Portillo, was selected out of the University of Michigan in the third round in 2019. Local college basketball, UB women uh, beat Akron 64-50 to improve to 12-15. The St. Bonaventure women's season comes to an end with a 70-51 loss to Davidson in the Atlantic 10 tournament. The Bonnies wrap up the year at 6-26. And and a 22-year-old race car driver from Fort Lauderdale will become the first American on the Formula One grid since 2015 when the season opens this weekend in Bahrain. His name is Logan Sargent. Be sure to like or subscribe so you can help others find this podcast. And if you love it, by all means, leave a review, too. The WBFO Brief Podcast and the award-winning journalism of WBFO's news team is made possible by members. Thanks for listening.